Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! 
Okay, well, before I um, hop into this chapter, we have a little bit of housekeeping that we probably should have done upstart. Yeah, but... we've been way behind on getting our thanks out to new Patreon supporters and... Um... Well, yeah, we're, we're way behind on that, and we're also way behind on our Patreon episodes. Yes. So we've got one of those that we need to be doing soon, and I think given that the, with the recent shootings and everything, we're probably going to be angling towards something along those lines. Yeah. So um, anyway, let's get to thanking our uh, new Patreon supporters, huh? Yeah. So, who? well, I, let me start off with the first one, because this was one of our newest subscribers, and it's going to be the hardest one to pronounce, so okay. I'm just going to do a shout-out for their screen name. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, they're, they're a new subscriber, and um, so we want to give thanks to um, Johan Gambleputty, Davon Oshfern, Splenden, Schlitter, Kroskrenbo, and Burstein von Knacker, Horowitz Ocker, Hotkopt of Ohm. <laughs> so... <laughs> thank you for making me say that on the air. That's awesome. Because that was amazing. But um, and also thank you for your support. Um, yeah, that was that's great. And then um, also thank you to new supporter um, Slaughter Bartfast. Yeah. Which, if you're not familiar with that name, it's a main character in. Um, 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 Hitchhiker's, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Hitchhiker's like Guide only to the our Galaxy. favorite fucking book that we mentioned all the time. I know, I um, know, I was trying to think of the author, Douglas Adams, oh, okay. and all I could think was Arthur Dent, <laughs> Arthur Dent, Arthur Dent, and like, no, that's not the author, right. that's the main character. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, and also a big shout out to Natalie, who upgraded her support, and we For the second time. For the second time, and we are just so appreciative um, for all you guys are doing um it's really helping us yeah. um get towards our goal and yay well and, and i i gotta say this out loud like we finally don't have a debt every month that we are incurring due to what we are paying for this podcast so like that's amazing to feel like we actually can cover our expenses with what we're, we're getting in support from you guys so we really really appreciate your help yes thank you so much you guys yep all right, um, so that was it for our thanks. We're going we're gonna to get into our episode here, I think, now soon. Yep. Okay, all right. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? I don't. Okay, well, it wasn't a lot, honestly. It was just Samuel being uppity okay. and being like, you got a king now, and God brought you forth from Egypt, member, member, member. <laughs> and then he's like, Give up your false idols, and he, the whole thing was a fucking speech. Right, and it's just like it's like the same stuff they've been talking about since forever. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. no false idols, blah 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 blah. Right, you need leaders, blah blah blah. Yeah, God. Except that, except that you don't need leaders because God is the great leader. Right, right, yeah. And if you wanted a king, then you're replacing God with a king, which I don't think. But do you remember how they also said that kings are with God too? Like, yeah. I, like none of this makes any fucking sense. It's all. I'm I'm going to go with this part is an us problem, not a Bible problem. Because it's all out of context. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, we're just getting the highlights, like, several thousand years later. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. It makes no fucking sense. But okay. moreover, I don't feel like it's very important. <laughs> so, I'm not inclined to research up on, on this particular section of the Bible. Okay. All right, sounds good. Well, let's. So, uh, what are we? What are we getting into today? That was First Samuel chapter twelve, yep. and we are about to start First Samuel chapter thirteen. All right, let's go do this. Okay.
Hey guys, uh, I forgot to mention something when we were doing the shout outs. So we are doing a money drive right now to try to improve our equipment that we have here because our equipment is shit. It is. It is shit. Yeah. So I wanted to just mention it here at the beginning of the podcast on our web website at sacrilegiousdiscourse.com. We have a donation page right there when you go to the main page and anything would help. I mean, honestly, if everybody that was on here donated $2 that listened to us, we'd be there within a week, which I know that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> but we really could use the help to try to get things going and, and improve our podcasting abilities. So yeah, because the computer froze one night and we oh my had God. to re-record like five times. Uh, yeah. It was, it was horrible. Yeah. I wanted to punch him in the wiener. Well, we wanted to punch the computer in the wiener. No, I wanted to punch you because Whatever. you kept making us re-record. Because it was missing. It was good. I know. I'm just saying. Like, I just wanted to be done. Yeah. No, I, I get you. So anyway, we, we've been running into some issues and uh, we're trying to avoid that in the future going forward because uh, obviously that's not going to be the last time we run into this with our old ass fucking computer mm-hmm. and equipment. So anyway, that's all I had for right now. Let's go ahead and get into the uh, chapter 13, huh? Okay, First Samuel chapter 13. All right. War with the Philistines. War, huh? What, what, what? What's okay. war good for? No, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Right. Okay. Except for pleasing God. Oh my gosh. I mean, well, I mean, that's what, right? Right. Yeah. It's true. Saul was 30 years old when he became king. Mm. And he reigned for 42 years. That's 72. Okay. He's 72. Saul selected 3,000 special troops from the army of Israel and sent the rest of the men home. He took 2,000 of the chosen men with him to Michmash. Michmash, huh? Michmash. Okay. And the hill country of Bethel. Okay. The other 1,000 went with Saul's son, Jonathan, to Gibeah in the land of Benjamin. You get him, Jonathan. In, in, in Benjamin. Benjamin. Yeah. Gibeon. Yeah, I don't like the land of Benjamin. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. But they were rapey fucks. Isn't he from the land? Isn't Saul? Is it Saul or Samuel that's from the land of Benjamin? It's Saul. It's uh, Samuel. Samuel. That's right. Yeah. Soon after this, Jonathan, the son, attacked and defeated the garrison of Philistines at Geba. Okay. I I probably said that wrong. I'm sure. The news spread (laughs) quickly. I'm not even apologizing anymore. (laughs) I can't. I mean, there's just too many names and places, you know. Look, I try, you guys. If we wanted to pronounce them all right, we would never put out a podcast. It's true. You know? It's true. That's that's why we need, like, a research team, but we don't have one, so. (laughs) We don't even have a good computer, much less a (laughs) research team. The news spread quickly among the Philistines. Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh They beat us. Oh, my God. So Saul blew the ram's horn throughout the land, saying, Hebrews, hear this. Rise (laughs) up and revolt. (laughs) You like that? Okay, so, yeah, yeah. Hey, Hebrews, hear this. (laughs) I just, I like, yeah, it's it's good, so. All Israel heard the news that Saul had destroyed the Philistine garrison at Geba. Did they rise up? And that the Philistines now hated the Israelites more than ever. The, <laughs> you know, I mean, they killed you. The, the Israelites killed them. So I hate when I people, hate it when people kill, kill me. me. Yeah. 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 So the entire Israelite army was summoned to join Saul at Gilgal. The entire? The entire Israelite army. Okay. Is that the 3,000 or is that the 300,000? I don't remember. Okay. Too many numbers. Yeah, no, I know. The Philistines mustered a mighty army of 3,000 chariots, 
6,000 charioteers and as many warriors as the grains of sand on the seashore. Damn, I don't believe that. I don't either. <laughs> that is a hyperbolic superlative if right. I ever heard one. I bet one. if you took a square 10-yard area, they didn't even have that many soldiers. I bet you're right. <laughs> Who can't math? God can't math. <laughs> right. They camped at Micmash, east of Bethaven. <laughs> Beth- 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 sure. Bethaven. Okay. Beth, Beth. I thought we weren't going to, you know, give a shit. Just pronounce it however sorry. you pronounce okay, it. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, sorry. The men of Israel saw what a tight spot they were in. And because they were hard-pressed by the enemy, they tried to hide in caves, thickets, rocks, holes, and cisterns. Yeah, okay. But not ditches. Not it ditches, didn't yeah. say ditches. Not, yeah, those were right out. Yeah, ditches are right out. <laughs> Some of them crossed the Jordan River and escaped into the land of Gad and Gilead. Oh, good, I guess. Saul's disobedience and Samuel's rebuke. Is this oh. a new chapter section? It's a new section, but it's not... It wasn't, like, listed as it's a... It's not listed That's off. weird. Yeah. I thought it was a new sentence. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's a new section. Okay. Let okay. me start over. Yeah. Same chapter. New section. Yeah. Saul's disobedience and Samuel's rebuke. Okay. So, apparently, Saul's going to disobey. Ah. Uh, okay. And Samuel's going to rebuke somebody. Got it. Meanwhile, Saul stayed at Gilgal, and his men were trembling with fear. Oh, okay. Do you ever tremble with fear? I can't recall the last time that's happened to me, no. No, when I am afeared, um, I get, like, my body goes stiff, like, yeah. tight. You know what I mean? Like, I don't tremble with fear. Hmm. I can't really, I mean, like, fear. I can't really remember the last time I was, like, afraid. You were afraid of those bees that were chasing well, you. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's not... I, so mine, in that moment, it was more of a flight response, not a not yeah. a trembling response. Yeah, yeah. no. And no, you, I hate fucking bees. Tell them what you did. I ran. You left me. I did. I ditched you. You were like... I sprinted. Every man for himself. But you know what? Even though I was sprinting, I could still hear those fucking wasps chasing <laughs> my ass, so I was on a mission to get back. <laughs> and I was running behind you in my sandals going, wait for me! <laughs> <laughs> well, we, hold on, hold on. We we stopped to read a fucking sign. We were at a Civil War thing, and like we were reading the sign, and then like, all of a sudden, these massive wasps come out from underneath it. I thought they were bees. Whatever the fuck they were, I don't really care, flying, but they chased us. Flying bees that and were stinging. they were not happy that we were there. Mm-hmm. I was running my ass off. Yeah, yeah. And I was wearing sandals that weren't <sighs> meant for that kind of behavior. Right, right. And you just left me. I did. You didn't give a fuck. Nope, I was out of there. I, mean, I I always say that that is proof that if there was a zombie apocalypse, you would throw me to the zombies no, no. to stall so that you could take off. You know what? Zombies you can fight. Bees are too fucking small to fight. You just have to run. That's not true. That is true. You hit them with your tennis racket. Did you see any tennis rackets laying around where we were? <laughs> no. no. So I ran. In the apartment that we used to live in, like, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. You used to go out on the on the wooden deck. Ding, ding. They had giant wood bees. If you guys, you guys look these up. They're giant black. I mean, they're just big balls. Carpenter bees. They're carpenter bees, not wood bees. Carpenter bees. Yeah. Yeah, if you've never seen them, you need to. And they're like, actually harmless. They're harmless, but I hate they're them. so big and ugly. <laughs> he used to play tennis with them. <laughs> he would take the tennis racket out back and just just smack at them. Well, they were swarming around our porch. They were. It was bad. Oh, it was great. <laughs> okay, I don't know why we we're talking about bees just then. Yeah. 
Okay. Actually, we really like bees. They should need to be populated more. And yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, man, we are really getting off on a tangent here. No, seriously. I just read that apparently either this week or this month, something yeah. is a no-mow. Oh. Um, in order to encourage the growth of wildflowers and dandelions and shit ah. like that, that, you know, the shit that you weren't supposed to want in your yard. Yeah, yeah. Um, in order to encourage that growth to help populate more bees. Oh, shit, I've been doing that all year, every time. Every time I know, so. I know. <laughs> I was like, if we did that, though, like, on purpose, we yeah. would get fined if we let it go. Because right, where probably. we live, no, we, yeah. we would. No, I know. They, the city runs around with fucking yards. We should, we should get a hold of our city and try to get them to adopt No Mo May. Oh, that would be awesome. Right? I mean, it's the end of May now, so it's a bit no. It's for that. yeah, but for next year. For next year, yeah. we should. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it's a red area. Do you think they give a fuck about bees? Probably not, but you know, it gives people not a reason not to mow, so maybe they'd be for it. I really, really <laughs> like that idea. Okay, Saul waited there seven days for Samuel, as Samuel had instructed him earlier. But Samuel still didn't come. Oh, man. <laughs> he still didn't come. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so not... I'm childish. Yeah, I know. That I'm was sorry. bad. Okay, whatever. Saul realized that his troops were rapidly slipping away. So he demanded, bring me the burnt offering and the peace offerings. And Saul sacrificed the burnt offering his damn self. <laughs> It did not say his damn self. No, it said himself. Yeah. I changed it to his damn self. Right, no, I know. For artistic license. Right, yeah. Just as Saul was finishing with the burnt offering, Samuel arrived. Mm, Finally, asshole. Saul went out to meet and welcome him, but Samuel said, What is this you've done? Saul replied, I saw my men scattering from me, and you didn't arrive when you said you would, and the Philistines are at Micmash ready for battle. So I said, The Philistines are ready to march against us at Gilgal. And I haven't even asked for the Lord's help. Oh, man. So I felt compelled to offer the burnt offering before you, myself, before you came. I mean, that kind of makes sense to yeah. me. Like, dude, we got to get this done. You were fucking I need, late. I, need, I didn't know. I you need didn't to offer text God me. something here. I, I tried to call. You wouldn't answer the fucking phone. Right? I, I had no way of knowing you were on the way. Yeah. Dude, I was taking care of business as a king does. Right, you know? right. I was kinging. How foolish! Samuel exclaimed. Okay. Samuel, you're you're wrong. I, I mean, I don't know if he's wrong, but, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't he necessarily... He was running disagree. late. Right, yeah, he was running late. Even but, if he had a good reason but to run late. is Saul allowed to do a burnt offering and peace offering stuff? Because he is he, he's not a priest, right? He's a king. True. So that might be why he's like, uh, you shouldn't have done that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either, but... Okay, so Samuel's all, how foolish. You have not kept the command the Lord your God gave you. Had you kept it, the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now your kingdom must end, for the Lord has sought out a man after his own heart. The Lord has already appointed him to be the leader of his people because you have not kept the Lord's command. What? Boom. What the? What, I, what was he? Diso- what did he do wrong exactly? He picked up sticks on the wrong fucking day. Jesus Christ! What? The, I mean, I I think Samuel just didn't like him. No, he's all petty. That's all this is. He's jealous and petty because his own kids. He's like he's be looking king. for a reason yeah. to get rid of him. Yeah. Samuel then left Gilgal and went on his way, but the rest of the troops went with Saul to meet the army. Yeah, that's I bet. D- okay. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They went up from Gilgal to Gibeah in the land of Benjamin. When okay. Saul counted the men who were still left with him, he found only six hundred were left. Oh shit! Saul and Jonathan and the troops with them were staying in Geba in the land of Benjamin. The Philistines set up their camp at Michmash. 
Three raiding parties soon left the camp of the Philistines. One went north towards Ophrah, the land, uh, they went north towards Ophrah in the land of Shul, Shual. Okay. Another went west to Beth Horon, and the third moved toward the border above the valley of Zeboim. <laughs> Zeboim? Zeboim, <laughs> near the wilderness. Okay. There were no blacksmiths in the land of Israel in those days. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> that means what? Like, why? Just what? so you know. Yeah, there no, no blacksmiths. blacksmiths. Okay. The Philistines wouldn't allow them for fear they would make swords and spears for the Hebrews. Oh, I see. So they banned yeah. blacksmiths. I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because there had to be blacksmiths in existence to make chariots and right. charioteers. Yeah, but they, they only let the Philistine people to make, make those. Right. right, okay. So whenever the Israelites needed to sharpen their plowshares, picks, axes, or sickles, they had to take them to a Philistine blacksmith. Mm, okay. The charges were as follows. The charges were as follows. The fees. Ah, the price. Why do we care? We don't. Okay. But it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. <laughs> The fucking menu prices in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. The charges were as follows. A quarter of an ounce of silver for sharpening a plowshare or pick. Mm. And an eighth of an ounce for sharpening an axe or making the point of an ox goad. See, like, I don't even know if that means as far as inflation-wise from thousands of years right? ago at this point. Does like, that mean, like, 20 bucks or does it mean, like... 2,000 bucks. 2,000 bucks, yeah. Right. Like, that, that makes... Uh, but it said, like, uh, we should look up the amount of half an ounce of... Of uh, silver or whatever yeah, the fuck it was. Yeah, we should. Just to Inflation. see. Yeah. So, on the day of the battle, none of the people of Israel had a sword or spear except for Saul and Jonathan. Jesus. The king and his son. So what the fuck were they fighting with? Sticks? I mean, even an unsharpened sword is still a well, okay. pointy thing. Fair enough, fair enough. But they're saying so, that they didn't have any, and I'm like, that's foolish and stupid. Right, yeah. Why would you like? Why would you even go to battle? Yeah. I would, I would still take my unsharpened sword, because... I'm still going to stab you with it. If you're ready to go to war with somebody, don't you, like, set up a, you know, secret blacksmith in your mm-hmm. your hold somewhere? And I'm a fucking like, king. Yeah. I'm going to make me a fucking blacksmith place. Right. At least before we go to war with them. You know what else I'm going to do? If none of my people know how to blacksmith, I'm going to fucking kidnap one. And, you know, since this is Bible days, right. apparently, you know, you could just threaten them with, I'm, I'm going to... Do something horrible and nasty to you. Right. If you don't. Yeah. So you better blacksmith my shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm using that word incorrectly and I don't care. Whatever. So on the day of the battle, none of the people of Israel, blah, 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 blah. The pass at Michmash had meanwhile been secured by a contingent of the Philistine army. The end. I keep wanting to say Michmash paddywhack, but you know. Give I just, a dog a bone. Yeah. I just, it sounds like knickknack, you know, like I'm just like, hmm. That's so really it, dumb, it but I just, it, it was in my brain the whole time. No, I want to do the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's a thing then, huh? It's At a least thing. between us. Make mash patty wag. Yeah, apparently. Right. Okay, so that was uh, that was chapter thirteen. That was chapter thirteen, and it ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah, because they know haven't gone what's to what's going to happen. Right. They've got shitty weapons, and they're about to go to war. And, and Samuel left them and doesn't like Saul. And the Philistine army is has secured. The pass. And Saul has already been replaced, apparently. Yeah. According to Samuel. Yeah. If so, you were Saul, like, wouldn't you be like, fine, uh, whatever, I didn't volunteer. Fuckers, I'd be like, I'm out. I'm just going to let these fuckers come through to you. Yeah. Sorry, bye. Okay, whatever. Fuck you. Yeah. I didn't. I did not volunteer for this. You fucking thrust this upon me. Right. And then you do. You obviously don't like me, so, you know, whatever, dude. All I was, I was just looking for my fucking donkeys or whatever. Yeah. 
Anyways, can I have my donkeys back now? And can I go fucking plow my field? Bye. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, whatever. Okay, <laughs> so that was First Samuel chapter 13. And tomorrow we will be doing First Samuel chapter 14. All right, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.